0: Welcome to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie J. Clark. Rediscovering Normal is all about living life differently than the world expects you to. It's about finding your faith and being led by the Spirit in all that you do. Life is hard, but when you're rediscovering normal, you can find joy and peace in the challenges when you do life with Jesus. So grab your Bible and join me as we begin Rediscovering Normal together. Hi friend, I'm so happy you're here. I hope you're ready for today because it's a doozy. Today is part two of the series and we'll be talking about how divorce is harder. As you heard last week, marriage is hard. But trust me when I say this, divorce is harder. I wouldn't wish divorce on anyone. My heart hurts for anyone who has gone through or is choosing divorce. I think this can go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you are in an abusive relationship, I am in no way telling you that you need to stay in the marriage. There is no excuse for abuse. So please get help if you are in an abusive relationship. I also want to say I will never, ever degrade my ex-husband or talk about his part in the divorce. I will never know what he was dealing with personally or what he will continue to deal with personally. I will only ever discuss my role in the divorce and how it made me feel. Everyone fights an internal battle that no one will understand, and each battle impacts us differently. Everyone deals with sin, and we cannot judge each other based on the severity we think that sin is. Sin is sin, simple as that. If your marriage is hard, like every marriage, and you just don't feel like you can stick it out a day longer, stay with me here, hear me out. Maybe my what ifs and trying to figure it out for years after my divorce will help you choose a different path. So with that, let's get to it. Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I'm sure I can't be alone in asking this question. Having gone through everything with my divorce, would I change anything to prevent it? The honest answer is yes. Would it have changed the outcome of the marriage? Only the Lord knows. What I do know is this. If I would have known what I know about myself now, I would have handled everything completely different. I would have been vulnerable to admit I was wrong for holding him to such a high standard. I would have softened my heart toward him and whatever he was dealing with personally that he wasn't willing to open up to me about. I would have prayed for him every day like I do now and for our marriage. I would have given God the chance to step in and save what I so desperately wanted with my ex-husband. But I didn't know myself like I do now. I held him to a standard and an expectation that he'd never meet. My heart was hard toward him, and I thought he wanted to hurt me. I thought everything he did was purposely to hurt me. I didn't pray for him or our marriage because I was so far from having a relationship with God. I so desperately wanted him to be the husband I had pictured in my head, but I didn't have faith in God to fix it. The biggest problem is my heart was hard towards my ex-husband and I wasn't in a place to let God change my heart. This is something I struggled with for quite a while. If I'd only worked on myself and trusted the Lord all those years ago to get to a healthy place on a personal level, where would we be today? Again, only the Lord knows. I'm gonna say something that is not going to be the popular opinion. So before I anyone feels the need to send me hate mail, please hear me out. I'm not saying that you should get divorced at the first sign of struggle because you don't want to work at it. I already told you how hard marriage can be and that you must be intentional at putting in the work. If you didn't listen to part one last week, I encourage you to make it a priority to listen. This is what will be unpopular. Unpopular. If your marriage is causing you to turn away from God, then you need to know it's okay to consider divorce. Divorce will never be the easy way out. If this is an option you want to pursue, you need to know it could be harder than actually putting in the work in your marriage. Marriage is supposed to bring you both closer to God As I mentioned in my triangle example in part one, you both need to be growing closer to the Lord in order to grow closer together. I don't want you to feel like you must stay in a marriage just because God doesn't like divorce. Obviously, there are big reasons such as abuse that would certainly call for divorce. However, we need to change the narrative about divorce and if God approves or not. Even more so, we need to be more cautious about choosing a spouse to begin with. You need to choose a spouse who loves Jesus more than they love you. You have to stop making permanent decisions with temporary people. Let me say that again. You have to stop making permanent decisions with temporary people. I struggled for a long time and carried a large amount of shame when thinking about my decision for divorce. It wasn't until after my divorce that I began pursuing a true relationship with Jesus. I had to let go of an old mindset that I grew up believing. Divorce is never an option. When I first opened up about being unhappy and wanting a divorce, someone close to me said to me, If he's not beating you or cheating on you, you have to make it work. Let me tell you, this was the hardest thing to hear when I was hurting so badly. Eventually, that person came around and supported me in my decision, but it was still extremely hard to hear and to go against their advice. But because of this mindset, I felt like I wasn't worthy of Jesus' love because I went against what he wants for marriage. It feels worth noting that none of us are worthy of the love God gives us, but that's why his grace and mercy are so wonderful. He loves us even though we don't deserve it. This mindset was really hard for me to break because whether I wanted to admit it or not, I was a brand new follower of Jesus. I've always believed, but I didn't understand what it actually meant to follow the Lord and establish a relationship with Him. Divorce shouldn't be your first option, but you should try to be more accepting of divorce as an option. When I look back on who I was and what I was dealing with personally at the time of my divorce, there are so many things I wish I would have known and done differently. I wish I would have considered therapy for, first. Not marriage counseling, although that maybe should have been considered as well, but therapy for myself. Looking back, I was dealing with postpartum depression. I should have been asking for support instead of a divorce. I had so much going on inside that I kept pushing deeper and deeper, and I didn't even realize it. I wish I would have had the relationship I now have with the Lord or any relationship for that matter. If I would have had the relationship I do now with the Lord, I would have prayed so hard. (laughs) I would have prayed so dang hard, not only for guidance on what I should do, but also for my ex-husband. I would have asked God to sick the Holy Spirit on him and me and pray that he loved Jesus as much as I do. I would have given the Lord more time to intervene. I would have have believed that God could heal my marriage and make it into the beautiful gift marriage is supposed to be. The hard part to overcome in all of this was sin shock. I think we experience sin shock because we have laws. So while you don't, like, you won't be in trouble with the law if you're caught not serving your spouse, you will be held responsible if you're caught committing a crime. Because of the law, different crimes have different consequences. However, when we sin, we all commit the same thing. Grab your Bible and get ready to highlight. First, let's look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. This verse tells us, everyone who commits sin practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. Sin shock makes us think that our sin isn't as bad as someone else's sin. But that's not true. Just because you sin differently doesn't make anyone better or worse in the eyes of the Lord. You must take ownership of your sin and ask for forgiveness. So next, let's look at Psalm chapter 32, verse 5. It says... Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. You are already forgiven because Jesus died on the cross. Okay, one more. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. It tells us, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Jesus died for you so you could live a life of forgiveness and a life close to our Father in heaven. The Lord is ready to forgive you, but you must repent and ask to be forgiven. It also helps to ask the Holy Spirit to convict us, which is a hard prayer to pray but I promise you, you will feel overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit the next time you feel the urge to sin, regardless the size of sin you think you might be committing. Sin shock is hard to overcome. It's hard to admit that because you sin differently than others, you still are not better or worse than anyone in the eyes of the Lord. Divorce isn't pleasing to God, but it's the choice I made. I allowed my marriage to fail. My marriage didn't fail because it was part of God's plan. My marriage failed because I let the enemy win. I have a very vivid memory of an ex-in-law telling me that the devil was trying to destroy my marriage and I shouldn't give in to it. I'm not proud to admit this, but I sat there listening, annoyed and thinking I knew more about God than they did. This is so foolish of me and that person was so right. The enemy had me. I claimed to be a Christian, but I was self-righteous, thinking I was right and that they had no business telling me about God and the enemy. My heart aches when I think of this memory, but I'm so grateful that the Lord showed me where my heart needs softening. God is sovereign over everything. The Lord didn't cause the divorce, but because of His sovereignty, He allowed it to happen. It failed because we didn't have God in our corner. I didn't have God in my corner. When thinking of the triangle example again, the further we got away from God, the more we grew apart. I can't say how my ex husband's relationship with God was because honestly, I have no idea. This wasn't part of our marriage. Not to mention, I already told you this isn't about him. So I should say, the further I got away from God, the further we still grew apart. If only one person is growing closer to God, you still grow further apart. The most wonderful thing about Jesus is he offers grace and mercy and forgiveness. I had been praying and asking the Lord to help me understand the reasons for the divorce. I kept feeling a sense of guilt and grief and most of all, shame when thinking about the divorce. I've grown enough to admit that I had toxic traits. I hurt my ex-husband more than anyone ever has and probably ever will. This is a hard pill to swallow. But the thing about being human is that none of us are perfect. I'm still working to overcome any toxic traits I still have. I will always be a work in progress to change my heart and my mind. (laughs) Therapy, lots and lots in therapy to help change my ways of thinking, but also developing an intimate relationship with the Lord to change my heart. The enemy also had a tight grasp on my mind when trying to release this. It was a roller coaster of emotions, sometimes all in one day. The biggest emotion is feeling the need for closure. The feeling usually comes out of nowhere. I could be fine for weeks and bam, I think if we could just talk it out so we no longer blame one another, if we could have some closure, then everything would be better. I know that this isn't from the Lord because this wanting closure feeling, it sends me into a funk that's hard to snap out of. I replay memories over and over, trying to figure out what I could have changed and how I could have made it better. Then I sometimes find myself longing for a do-over. This longing then leads me to feeling even more guilt for having that thought to begin with, because that would mean giving up the beautiful life I have today, which includes a second chance at marriage and an amazing husband and two more children. But that's where the therapy comes in. A professional can help explain my swirling emotion and bring me back to reality. When I'm back to reality, I'm then reminded that the Lord continues to be so gracious and patient while I worked through all of this. Each time I go through a vicious cycle of wanting closure, the Lord continues to soften my heart. He helps me learn to trust that the only closure I need is with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ for example about six months ago while i was working on writing my book i vividly remember the moment i told my ex-husband i was going to leave the memory came as i was driving and the memory hit me out of nowhere i cried i felt like my chest was going to explode and an overwhelming sense of grief hit me all over again i'm getting a little choked up now thinking about it again I had not thought about that moment in such a long time, and quite honestly, I'm not sure I ever thought about that moment at all. The memory felt so fresh, like it had just happened, like I was experiencing it for the first time. I remembered the look in his eyes, the devastation, and the hurt. I had never seen it before because I had already emotionally shut him out. In the past, this type of memory would have sent me spiral, spiraling, and I would have felt so out of control. However, this time, the memory was a gentle reminder from the Lord to keep my eyes focused on Jesus. I'm grateful that this memory of this memory now because the Lord used it to show me how far I've come. I have so much more compassion for my ex-husband now, even though I may never get to extend that compassion to him personally. I took this moment as another opportunity to stop and pray. I asked for forgiveness, again, for my part in the divorce and not allowing the Lord to intervene. I was so grateful that the Lord had shown me the closure I needed from the divorce and how much I've grown. It's normal to want closure. The unknown scares you. The need to feel secure makes it easy to think about the past and want to figure out what went wrong and where. I don't think it's a bad thing to reflect on the past, but only if it's to assess how far you've come. Don't get yourself into a rabbit hole of what ifs because what's done is done and you need to trust there is a plan for you. However, if you're like me, that's probably not good enough. You're going to want to try to figure it out. You'll want to think back on ways you could have changed what you said or did. I allowed myself to do this and process my divorce. However, it was a hard and messy road. I'm glad I did it because I've grown so much, and now I hope to help you figure out how to pull yourself through it quicker than I did. The rabbit hole of what ifs is dangerous if you dwell on the past and wish for that life, but want that life to be different. I knew I couldn't have that life back. Some days I wanted it back, but that was a trap from the enemy trying to keep me from the beautiful life I have now. If you do want to figure it out, you need to make sure you keep Jesus at the center of it. Ask that he reveal why things went the way they did. But he'll only reveal those things if your heart is ready. My heart wasn't ready, so it was a hard and messy process. Your heart needs to be ready because the process will most likely reveal the toxic parts of you, not your spouse. Everyone is fighting a battle with the enemy every single day you need to learn to always be kind even when it's easier to judge and think you're doing life better than others it's important to remember that as long as you're learning from your mistakes you're growing choosing divorce may have been a hard mistake that i have to live with and learn from however i keep experiencing tremendous growth because of that decision Growth is hard, but it's always worth it. If divorce is the decision that you're facing, no one can make that decision for you. But this will be a crucial time to rely on Jesus to help you make that decision. If you truly want to make your marriage work, you will have to put in the work, but also trust that the Lord will redeem your marriage. If you choose to move forward with divorce... It won't be easy and it will probably be harder than marriage. But I want to also encourage you, even though it will be harder, the Lord will still redeem you. He will use your story for redemption and it will bring him all the glory. And with that, I'll meet you back here next week for part three. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. Could you do me a huge favor? If you felt the Holy Spirit moving in you during this episode, could you give it a five-star rating or leave a review wherever you're listening? And please share it with someone who may need this message as well. This is the number one way that others find out about the podcast. And if you want to keep in touch, find me on Instagram. Okay, friend, until the next episode, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus.